Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers, part of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATV. I'm Aaron Fraser. And I'm Matt Bose. In this episode, we're discussing Bollywood bad boy Sanjay Dutt. First up, Dutt plays a gangster-turned-med student in Rajkumar Harani's award-winning debut, Munabai MBBS, from 2003. Then, Rambir Kapoor stars as Dutt in Harani's recent biopic, Sanju. Before we begin, we would like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, traditional lands of First Nations and Métis people. Matt, we are talking about Sanju and the life of Sanjay Dutt. We're back in the saddle the, again. The, the highs and lows of Sanjay Dutt's life. Uh, and we, we've had some highs and lows. Oh, yeah? <laughs> my uh, charging cord on my MacBook uh, just like cut out on us last week. It's which... a tragedy just like, <laughs> you know, getting addicted to smack. Which uh, meant that we couldn't record because it's my laptop that we record with and that we write notes with. Uh, we have a different computer for editing. That's right. We are <laughs> extremely decadent here in that we don't drag the computer out of the other room. No. So I had to order a new charging cord. Um, and, and it's working. It's working right now. So far. So far. Yeah. Uh, we have a new review. Oh. Yes. Well, let's hear it. Yes. We have a new review. Hopefully it's a good one. <laughs> On the American iTunes store. And it is a five-star review. Very nice. unique podcast from Sidhu177. It's great to hear film critiques from fellow Bollywood lovers from Canada. I absolutely love the academic nature of discussion they bring to the table. Something I don't get in other Bollywood podcasts. Thanks to the hosts, I've actually got to know some really cool movies like Newton and Lipstick Under My Burka which was not on my radar and would have missed seeing them. It would be great to hear the hosts critique Telugu and Tamil films, too. Some of the movies made in Tollywood and Kollywood are really, really cool and are international quality. Would be great if the hosts could consider it. Uh, thank you so much, Sidhu177. Yeah. Uh, we do watch some Tamil and Telugu films. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I know we've talked about Bahubali on the show, and I'm sure we've mentioned Angamali Diaries, which is a Malayalam film. My favorite film of last year, Angamali Diaries. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. Now available on Netflix, so if you haven't seen Angamali Diaries, it's like, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Um, we've also watched uh, Iga yeah. and um, some Superstar Rajnikanth films. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the podcast is about Bollywood films, though, and maybe someday we'll do some South Indian movies. We we, we do mention them on our like year-end stuff, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, there's enough to talk about with the Hindi stuff already. And but although speaking of uh, South Indian films, there's a, another film that was released earlier this year that's also a big biopic of a big star. And that's Mahanati, which means uh, The Great Actress. It's a Telugu film that came out earlier this year. We unfortunately missed when it was screening here in Edmonton, but it's available on Amazon Prime, and we're hoping to catch up with it right away because uh, I feel like that will be a really good palate cleanser in comparison to Sanju. It's about the actress Savitri, um, and it just it has a like, huge star-studded cast of South Indian stars, and uh I, th- I think looks really, really interesting. So I'm really hoping to catch up with that soon. And Aruvi is now on Amazon Prime. So maybe maybe at some point we will sit down and talk about some South Indian cinema that we enjoy. Because we do watch it, but... I think we need to call it an expert, though. Yeah. 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 And- we are we know Bollywood first and foremost. That's, that's what we follow. But yeah, we're, we're always interested in, in good cinema from all over India and all over the world. I'll say I've probably liked every South Indian film I've seen. You've seen more than me. Yes. Yeah. I have not liked them all. Yeah. But. You didn't really care for Arjun Reddy, as I, as I recall. I didn't. That was hugely critically acclaimed. And yeah, it left a really bad taste in my mouth. I just thought it was a movie about a jerk who was grooming this girl <laughs> to be his like girlfriend and eventual wife. And then... Her father wanted to marry off to someone else, and then he was just a jerk who just like goes around treating his friends and family horribly. <laughs> maybe we should get Shah on for the uh, Hindi version that's coming out. Yeah, maybe we could look at both. That maybe. could be something. Shah Shahid, by the way, uh, uh, split screen a split screen podcast. He looks at uh, mm-hmm. uh, adaptations of films, so that would be up his alley, mm-hmm. I reckon. 
So yeah, thank you so much for the uh, for the suggestion, Sid Who One Seven Seven. We'll we'll certainly consider it. And thank you for listening to the show and for watching films like Newton and Lipstick Under My Burka. We get really excited for those kind of hidden gems. Um, mm-hmm. We love talking about um, those films that maybe people haven't heard of that hasn't haven't made their radar. Yeah, films like Trapped and. Phobia. I want to see that Laxmi and uh, Cherry Bomb one coming up too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that yeah. looks really interesting. Yeah, we often have to wait a while to see those um, because they don't really come out in theaters here. Yeah, we've been really jealous of that uh, um, Indian Film Festival in Manchester that uh, Omar Ahmed is putting on. He's at Bressonian on uh, Twitter. Yeah, not just Bollywood. If you're in the Manchester area, I think their screenings have already started, but uh, they have a fantastic lineup. Yeah, that looks like some really good stuff that hopefully we'll get to see someday, too. Yeah, eventually eventually things make their way to uh, to streaming. Um, but moving from kind of uh, lesser-known films and hidden gems to one of the biggest films at the box office yeah. this year, Sanju. Yeah, so uh, Sanjay Dutt, uh, he's the son of Sunil Dutt and Nargis, so mm-hmm. um, that's about as close to godliness as you could possibly get, huh? Yeah, he's he's Bollywood royalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bollywood Sunil, deity. Yeah. Sunil Dutt and Nargis uh, both starred in Mother India. Nargis was the titular Mother India. Mm-hmm. And Sunil Dutt played her oldest son. And there's this famous story of Nargis getting trapped in a fire on set because at one point the kind of village is, is burning. And he Sunil Dutt leapt through the flames to save her. So they kind of have this epic and legendary love story, these two um, big screen legends. Larger than life figures, yeah. And no- notably, notably parodied in Om Shanti Om as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but his debut, after lots of interest from his family, was 1981 with Rocky, mm-hmm. something we, in one of the few scenes related to movie making in Sanju, we see a little bit yeah. of the making of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after that, he, you know, made a couple other movies, right? <laughs> 180. Yeah. Oh, oh he, boy. He's appeared in over 180 films. That's impressive. Considering... And counting. He just had a film, uh, Saheb Biwi or Gangster, Gangster number three, three yeah. uh, came out just this past weekend from when we're recording. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's still trucking along. That's including. Nothing some, can hold this guy back. Not drug addiction. What, 12 years of downtime, too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing Nothing can hold him back. Uh, he got two Filmfare Awards of Best Actor in Vastav, The Reality, and Best Actor in a Comic Role for Munabai and BBS, which we're going to talk about in a minute here. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dutt was actually arrested in 1993 under what was called the Terrorist and Destructive Activities Prevention Act mm-hmm. for possession of an AK-56 rifle. Yeah, this is related to the um, Bombay bombings. Uh, and we talked about the film Black Friday in our episode on um, Anurag Kashyap kind of neo-noir films. Mm-hmm. One of our episodes devoted to Anurag Kashyap films. We uh, like the guy. <laughs> yeah, we really like him. Yeah. We talked at length about uh, his film Black Friday, which goes into great detail about the um, Bombay blasts. Yeah, so if Tiger you're Mimon and all those guys. Yeah, what happened there? I would refer back to that episode, but. Yeah, Sanjay Taita was implicated in in the the arrests, the many arrests yeah. that happened after that. It was a big blast. dragnet. They pulled in lots of people around then. Mm-hmm. And it's still somewhat murky as to what went down, but he did go to jail. Yeah, he's been cleared of charges relating to the blasts, but he was charged for illegal possession of a weapon and ultimately sentenced to five years in prison. At one point, he was sentenced to six, and then it got reduced to one. He got to shave off time already served. Yeah, yeah. You know, I actually... But he brought he bought this on the black market from, yeah. from Shady. It's a little sketchy. From Shady guys who were involved with also producing his movie. Well, it was kind of a mobbed-up uh, time in the film industry, as yes. Sanju, the film, relates. And also, Miss Lovely, too, goes into that quite a bit. The yeah. uh, um, movie we talked about in our cons episode quite a mm-hmm. long time ago. But I uh, actually saw more machine guns in France than I have in all the times I've gone to the States. Oh, really? Because the, the cops, especially around the Eiffel Tower, they are just strapped with mm. huge machine guns. Well. It, it was actually really disconcerting. But hmm. I'm from Canada. We don't see a lot of machine guns. <laughs> yeah. No, no. We, I mean, we see a lot of hunting rifles, but... Yeah, my dad has a couple of hunting rifles, but uh, yeah, they're locked away, as mm-hmm. they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so... 
What do you think of Sanjay Dutt? We've only seen him in a handful of films, and he's usually kind of been playing the a gangster type. A gangster or a, or cop. a, a cop who plays by his own rules in a shootout, yeah. shootout at Lakandwala. Yeah, we haven't really seen him do any kind of romantic roles or comedic roles, with the exception of, of Munabai and BBS. Most of the things we've seen him in have really kind of utilized his kind of large presence. And He's a tough kind of, guy. Yeah, his tough guy attitude. Yeah. He reminds me kind of of Sylvester Stallone. Okay. Maybe not... Um, I mean, we've seen a few cop movies with him, but just the kind of the way he moves, he does have an athlete's body, but it's like a heavy lifter athlete or a he, boxer or something. He kind of lumbers around. He can't, he can't really dance. Like, he can't really... Yeah. I, I don't know. He's just, he's so big and imposing yeah. that... But we haven't seen a lot of his older stuff. He might have no, been better at dancing true. back then. Yeah. yeah, we haven't. But he, he does have a really impressive physical presence also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've all, you always know when he's there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we got to watch some more of the old ones, I figure. But today we wanted to talk about his work with uh, Rajkumar Harani. Yes, partly because in Sanju, you really only see the production of two movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One is Rocky... And the other, other is Munabai and BBS. And BBS. <laughs> uh, and that's it, which is insane when you think that this is a biopic of a man who's appeared in over 180 movies. movies. Yeah. yeah. We, we only see him making two. And the Rocky bit is honestly just one scene where he's like professing his love to a girl and has to learn how to act. Yeah. And then you see the opening, basically. Like mm-hmm. there, there's almost nothing with Rocky. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll get to that though. So Munabai and BBS came out in 2003. It was their directorial debut of Rajkumar Harani. Harani has gone on to direct such films as Three Idiots and PK. Uh, so he's he's a he, you know as successful as you can get in Bollywood. Kind of a Robert Zemeckis <laughs> of Bollywood, would you say? Oh, I mean, I like Harani a lot more than I like Zemeckis. But he does these um, movies that tug at the heartstrings. They're big budget. Yeah. And but usually have kind of got some like social a, issues at the yeah. center of them. Yeah. Yeah. But he's he's like a big entertainer who's trying to, you know, get a message across, but also you want to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it stars Sanjay Dutt, Sunil Dutt as his father, Gracie Singh, uh, who I think we've only seen, the only other time we've seen her is Lagan. Yeah. Um, that's probably the role she's most known for. Arshad Warsi, Bo Manorani, Jimmy Shirkel, and a young Nawazuddin Siddiqui. Yeah. Uh, talked <laughs> Baby about that. Nawazuddin Siddiqui. Talked about that with some people on uh, Twitter, but yeah, he shows up really early. Um, I guess New York would have probably been after this, but very early on in the Siddiqui getting the shit bait out of him of because <laughs> yes. he's pretty roundly mistreated in this film as well he plays a young he's pick a pickpocket yeah. <laughs> he gets caught uh, trying to pick Sunil Dutt's pocket and uh, Munabai's boys take care of him at the hospital mm-hmm. uh, this was the first time that Sunil Dutt and Sanjay Dutt have appeared on screen together um, okay. there's some Previous films where they were together, but this is the most substantial screen time they've ever shared. Um, it won the National Film Award for Best Popular Film. It was nominated for seven Filmfare Awards and won four, including Best Film Critics, Best Screenplay, Best Actor in a Comic Role for Sanjay mm-hmm. Dutt, as we mentioned, and Best Dialogues. It's been remade uh, four times. Different languages. In different languages. And it was a big hit at the box office and has spawned a sequel uh, Laj Rahom Munabai, and there's another one in the works. Yeah. Rajkumarani has said that now that Dutt's out of jail, they're going to make another one. I'd heard lots of allusions to the kind of relationship between Munabai and Circuit, and after seeing it, I could see, like, yeah, I get it. It's like a classic comic duo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interestingly, uh, Sanjay Dutt was not the first choice for this role. Mm-hmm. It was a Shah Rukh Khan. That would have been a much different movie. And Sanjay Dutt was going to play the Jimmy Shirko role, which I that think... extremely weird. <laughs> which I think completely changes the narrative that you see in Sanju about him taking on this film. Was And is Sunil <laughs> Dutt, uh, like, is he attached to the project too? I and don't he's, know. He's Shah Khan's dad? I don't know. 
because in Sanju, it's a completely different narrative where Sunny Old Death is like, oh, I'm playing your dad in this movie. Why don't you do this one? It's really yeah. good. And Sanju, that's like, okay, there's nothing about him like signing on for yeah. a different role. And then Shower Khan kind of, you know, going off to do Dev Das. And, yeah. And if know. the Sanju film would have you believe it, like this is the movie that repaired his relationship with his father and he yeah. was able to die happy. It certainly was a um, kind of image makeover for Sanjay Dutt. This, mm-hmm. this film really did help... Um, help people fall in love with him again. It helped restore um, his image in the public's imagination. Okay, you ready for this? Okay. Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> Bad boy of cinema. Okay. Who's kind of like a big, imposing guy. Okay. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of that, too. Especially in his in his comic stylings. Because he's not, he's not portrayed as a doofus. He's like he's like a smooth operator type in this movie, right? Okay, I I don't know. I don't see any comparisons to Gerard Depardieu, but sure. Okay, he's Gerard Depardieu meets Sylvester Stallone. Okay, I can kind of see that. Yeah, I can kind of. There see we go. That. We figured it out, folks. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. So uh, the basic premise of the film is really simple. Um, Although, <laughs> when you think about it. Come on. <laughs> Sanjay Dutt plays Munavai, and he's been lying to his father for years that he is a doctor. And After like, his father, like, <laughs> he, he runs away from the village, basically, yes. at 16. And his dad calls him one day and says, Oh, I hope everything's going well for you in the big city, son. What did you end up doing? Well, I'm a doctor now. <laughs> yeah. And then he keeps it up. So he's a thug, and he kind of runs a bit of a gang. It's a protection but, racket. Yeah, but every time his parents come to visit, he pretends uh, to be working in this hospital, this makeshift hospital that they yeah. kind of create out of nothing, and then they got all the gangsters to pretend to be patients, and he just kind of puts on airs that he's a doctor. Well, his dad comes to visit. His dad and mom come to visit, and they decide it's about high time that he gets married. Mm-hmm. So they decide to uh, set him up with the daughter of a friend of their, theirs who's a doctor. Their friend Bomanarani, yeah. It's played by Bomanarani, and the daughter is Gracie Singh. Yeah. Well, very quickly, Bomanarani figures out that Sanjay Dutt is not actually a doctor. Bomanarani also has a weird take in this movie where his therapist <laughs> or somebody has told him, anytime you're mad or you're like worried or something you should just laugh and then it'll yeah. change your opinion of what's going on so so he's frequently laughing he's, by himself in the corner he's laughing his ass off trying not to freak out in yes. most of the scenes of this movie so after being rejected by Bomanarani, sanjay dutt says you know what i can do this and he signs up for medical school yeah and the you don't rest need those <laughs> fancy doctor's degrees to be go to med school and the rest of the film is kind of like um Patch Adams. Yeah, it's kind of like Patch Adams. Uh, but it's also kind of about a difference in bedside manner. Yes. So the the kind of the Indian institution and the doctors at the, the school and a lot of the students kind of rigidly follow uh, the system that tells them that they have to fill out forms. Or study for tests or <laughs> attend class. Uh, whereas Munabai decides that he's going to heal people with hugs. Yeah. And he's, he's- uh, hands-on and kind of humanist approach starts to win everyone over and spread throughout the college, much to Bo Manorani's uh, disdain. Yeah. Meanwhile, he kind of starts up a friendship and a flirtation with a doctor at the school who he does not realize is Bo Manorani's daughter. Yeah, who he was previously engaged to. Um, <laughs> they just never met during the initial parents' meetup. Exactly. So he... You know, he knew her growing up, but he doesn't know her now. And so he's falling in love with this doctor. Meanwhile, he wants See? to... See? Re- Are you ready? That's Wait. a Cyrano de Bergerac type situation, a.k.a. Gerard Depardieu. Okay. Meanwhile, he's... No, it's not at all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Never mind. It's not at all. <laughs> so he's kind of falling in love with this doctor. But meanwhile, he's trying to reconnect with his childhood friend. And he doesn't realize that they're they are one and the same and in kind of rather strange sequence she like gets one of her friends to pretend to be her and, and be like to a be bar like, star yeah hot chick who likes yeah. drinking all the time which munabai hardened criminal runs protection racket is somewhat appalled by like that's what she's like yeah like she likes to party all the time mm, i don't know yeah uh i you know this film is beloved yeah uh 
and it was critically acclaimed, it really doesn't work for me. I yeah, I don't, I, I don't think it's on it's the so sort of saccharine. It's not the comedy wavelength you like. No, it's not at all, and it is so saccharine. I actually, you know, I, I won't disagree with comparing uh, Harani to Zemeckis as much as I loathe Zemeckis. Um, it's that kind of overly sentimental quality in Zemeckis' cinema that just mm-hmm. really turns me off. And I I feel that a bit in Harani's films as well. Um, and as much as I like both Three Idiots and PK, I do think they're a bit uneven in places. Mm-hmm. This, to me, was... It, I, I don't know. It just really, really doesn't work for me. You can't cure people with hugs. I mean, I liked it better than you. You did. And I think... There could be a position at a hospital for, like, chief happiness officer. Isn't that what, like, candy stripers are? No, candy stripers are nurses, aren't they? What are... Okay, so... I think candy stripers, that was just, like, the kind of nurse uniform they wore back in the day. Okay, because I don't think we have candy stripers in Canada, or I've never seen no. candy stripers in Nurses Canadian here hospitals. actually used to wear capes. <laughs> what? Yeah, they had, like, these half-cape things. Okay. When I worked at the uh, uh, museum... We had one. It was actually pretty cool. Okay. It well, was. It was. It had like a chain across the front, sort of like Captain Marvel. Hmm. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm looking up what candy stripers do because I've never understood when I see them. But there's got to be. Films. There's got to be someone at say a children's hospital whose job it is to like maybe deliver bad news in a way that a kid's not going to freak out about and like kind of just be friends with people. Mm-hmm. I think this position must exist. Um, yeah, there's like volunteers who go in and like spend time with patients and stuff. You don't necessarily need to get a medical degree a to medical do so. Degree, yeah, I agree. And that's that's one of the weird things about this movie is because we've seen a lot okay, of. Okay, a candy striper is like a name for a hospital volunteer. Oh, it's not just a kind of nurse. Yeah, they work with regular pay in a variety of healthcare settings, usually under the direct supervision of nurses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe he could Most be... Most hospitals train and supervise volunteers through specialized nonprofit organizations known as auxiliaries. Anyways. So what you're... They uh, got the term because of that little costume that they wear, but it sounds like they're just hospital volunteers who help out and maybe make patients happy. So what you're saying <laughs> is that you would be more on the wavelength of Munabai MBBS if he was wearing a candy striper outfit the whole time, rather uh, than pretending to be a doctor. Yeah, because he's not, like, oh, he's not well, a doctor. that's the interesting thing about this, because I was thinking, there's so many And movies. everyone's like, oh, his method is so magical and wonderful. He can't cure Jimmy Sheergirl's, what is it, cancer? Yep. He can't cure his cancer! Like... But, hold on, okay. <laughs> I found it interesting that a culture in the films that we see as being so focused on academic achievement yes. has taken to heart this character who cheats on every single exam yes. by extorting a guy and ex- extorting a guy by kidnapping his father who actually likes being kidnapped and just playing crokinole and drinking juice. That's the way to live, he says. But like, <laughs> even when kidnapping this guy, they're kind of making his life better. I do think that the Harani... That's what I think is funny about this, is that... Okay. It, it's funny to see a movie that is downplaying the whole idea of academic excellence and, and just saying, yeah, you could just lie and cheat and steal. And eventually, if you hug people hard enough, you can maybe help them. I do think that Harani takes these themes and develops them further and a lot better in Three Idiots. Yes. Because I think um, at the core of both of these films, it's don't take everything so seriously. Don't work yourself to death. Um, enjoy life, em- embrace embrace life. Yeah. Uh, and so, I, I, you know, that I think is a powerful message. I think it's an important message for a lot of people, uh, you know, who overwork themselves. I am guilty of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, who take life too seriously. See? I am also See? guilty of this. You're a Bowman Arani in this type of situation, and I'm in a moon Well, I kind of agree with Bowman Arani. Like... This guy should not get a medical license. I don't think he should get a medical license, but he could easily become some sort of civilian volunteer who who cheers people up. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's not exactly the thing you when your dad calls and says, well, son, what are you doing? Well, I run a protection racket, but on the weekends I go to the hospital and, you know, kind of cheer people up, and it seems to help. And I mean, he has interesting ways of cheering people up. Yep. Um, 
One of them being hiring a lady of the evening to, and a dance troupe that goes along with her to help out Jimmy Shergill, who is a himself a medical student. I think so. Yeah. Who has done everything right his whole life. He's a foil for Mutabai in this sense. He's never drank, never smoked, never done anything cool. Is a virgin, and yes. then uh, they say, "Well, you know." We could at least make his uh, last few weeks a little bit better. And they're first setting him up to be a like a romantic rival for Gracie Singh, but then it's for the first thirty <laughs> seconds, and then it's immediately like, nope, nope, he's actually no. got cancer. No, he's got cancer. Jimmy Shergill's also the star of Sahed Biwi or Gangster, so yeah. a, there's a reunion of the two of them in that film. You know, Three. I bet he's probably Sorry. pretty good in that actually, because he was really uh, if he's playing a heavy again like he was in Mukabaz, he was good. Oh, wait, Jimmy Shearville? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. he is good. Yeah. That's what he does best, I think. Yeah. Here, he's kind of this, like, sensitive. Which we also saw in Mohabatine, too, just kind of the lovesick puppy dog boy. Whereas yeah. he's actually, I, I think he's way better at being, you know, a dick. Yeah, I like Jimmy Shearville when he, like, dials up the intensity to 11. I yeah. I think he's really good. Um, but what did you think of Sanjay Dutt in this, since we're talking about Sanjay Dutt? So I thought it was. Interesting. Um, the way they shot him, I think, is trying is things we see nowadays in Salman Khan films. Yes, I completely agree. You I feel like a... Salman Khan, as he's kind of bulking up, maybe not so much in personality, but certainly in stature. Yeah, uh, he's start starting to become like Sanjay Dutt. Yeah, I mean, he still tries to dance a lot more. I think so, yeah. Uh, but they they do certain things to kind of frame him in such a way that he doesn't look so big. Mm-hmm. Um, they they use him for heroic stuff, obviously, but they also, in dance scenes, they kind of cut around the fact that he's not moving too quickly. Yeah. And I think they do that in Salman, too. Um, I thought it was really interesting in something that go, happens a lot in Three Idiots, actually, is uh, ragging, mm-hmm. where they, they get the new guys at the medical college to strip down and do a dance or something yeah we'd call that froshing we, we call it yeah uh froshing them or hazing yeah although it's this a is, terrible thing this is sort of bullshit that happens at all male schools too yeah because there's kind of like a oh no girls girls can do this no thing. no no but like the way that it happens in these movies is very like oh now do something girly oh, do a yeah. dance but um i did like how munabai is like oh um ragging i've heard about this hey rag me guys rag me but like he's really into this. He doesn't strip down to his underwear. He still keeps his wife beater on. Yeah. And it's still kind of keeping in mind that like he's like forty. <laughs> yeah. He's as old as Bowman Arani is. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. this can't actually get around that fact. Gracie Singh has to be like half his age in this film. Yeah. <laughs> but they were childhood friends. Yeah. Oh, I think he was a child for longer than we think. <laughs> I think it's smart um, to put Sanjay Dutt in roles where you know, like he's a gangster or a cop. He does I, it well. I think, yeah, I think he does that well. I think his his just his physical look is believable in those roles. Yeah, he's a tough guy. Um, whereas, kind of, and I know it's supposed to be like the the story is supposed to be a bit of him being a fish out of water in the medical school, but it's just harder to buy. <laughs> like this this big lumbering guy surrounded by all these nerds. Then again, who am I to say that, you know, a bodybuilder in their 40s doesn't want to go to medical school? Yeah, I, I thought it would, I, I don't know if it's supposed to be a parody of the medical school system that Munabai can just kind of skate by by cheating. I don't think it's so much supposed to be a parody. I, again, I think it's supposed to be a satire and it's supposed to be funny. Just yeah. kind of how this guy who clearly, you know, hasn't cracked a book a day in his life yeah. um, kind of gets himself into the situation. And I mean, and he, he also hires people to take like, yeah. to take his exams for him. Well, you know? he blackmails them. Exactly. So, um, And he's got this, his, his line, which I don't remember off the top of my head, and I would butcher the Hindi if I tried to say, but it's like something like, hey man, we'll lose all the tension. You know, we'll get rid of all that. Yeah. He's, he's got that kind of chill quality. And I liked his relationship with uh, Arshad Warsi. I see, mm-hmm. I think that's funny. Just... You know, the big gangster and the little gangster who Arshad team up on stuff. Arshad Warsi is funny. He's I good. think he's yeah. a good comedian. Because yeah. he's also good in... Um, Ishkia, right? Ishkia. Yeah. yeah. And the sequel. He's funny. I like him. And, like, uh, he has sort of gangsterly methods of getting stuff done. Yes. Like, yeah. 
Oh, we, oh God, the scene when he has to get a body. Yeah, yeah. Um, I potentially say, a little bit racist yeah, because, this yeah. The film is a little bit racist towards East Asians. They basically find a uh, Chinese tourist. Uh, Munabai says, well, they're being real mean to me at medical school today. They said I can't dissect somebody unless I get my own body. Uh, Circuit, can you hook me up? And then he does by kidnapping this guy who's just around. And that's kind of the broad comedy in this film that just ultimately doesn't really work for me. Yeah. I liked I liked I liked uh, Arshad Warsi. He reminded me of something I know you absolutely despise, but Trailer Park Boys. I don't despise Trailer Park Boys. It has a place, it's not for me. He looks he, he looks kinda like Julian in that show though. Yeah. Kind of the same look. And that that's just an archetypal gangster thing. I'm like, yep, I know what they're doing here. He's not carrying around a rum and coke everywhere he goes, though. That no, a magical <laughs> non-spilling rum and coke. Oh, imagine a Bollywood adaptation of Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> Let's not. I think that would be amazing. Before we wrap this up, what did you think of the song and dance sequences? I actually like them. Yeah, so do I. I the song I'm about uh, him being Moonabai, yeah. that's fun. I think that's fun. And it's all like in the street. It's yeah. And everyone kind of gets involved. So that was really fun. Yeah, he's just, you know, essentially catcalling women who walk by and saying, have you heard? Have you heard? <laughs> I got my medical di- diploma. And there's like, oh, is that the same sequence where there's like an MJ performer and he's yep. like, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> It's my time. That's really fun. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Yeah, and there's there's a good number in the hospital that I really like. And then also there's a great number uh, when they bring in the, the lady of the evening. Yeah, for Jimmy Shergill, that's fun. There's yeah. a classic sort of let's stand on top of a waterfall. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Yeah, so, you know, like... I think they did a good job on it. I can see, I can see why people enjoy this movie. It's just not for you. That's fine. It's not for me. And I, I think also potentially there's, there's things that get lost in translation. Oh, I mean, for sure. I, I don't like... Comedies in English at the best of time. Like yeah. I don't, I'm not a big fan of kind of uh, mainstream, broad Hollywood comedies, let alone Bollywood comedies, which again we've talked about before, rely on puns and jokes that yeah. fly over our heads. And we try, but comedy is the hardest genre to um, cross language barriers and cultural barriers. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, the gangster characters that um, Sanjay Dutt and Arshad Wasi are playing are like standard uh you know big city gangsters that we would be getting a lot more out of had we seen the movies that they're referencing yeah. too yeah so you know interesting i'm i thought somewhat, it was enjoyable yeah i'm somewhat interested in the sequel because it sounds weird yeah um i i think they're a fun comedy duo <laughs> you and need I, to explain the sequel oh because Munabai starts basically hallucinating gandhi and starts doing gandhi type stuff yes yeah <laughs> it yeah, sounds, that sounds like fun does he quit being a doctor assistant or whatever he ends up being? I don't know. I just know that, yeah. Is Gracie Singh in it or is there a new <laughs> Amunabai girl? I'll look it up. Gracie Singh is not in it. Vidya Balan is. She's she's Muna's love interest. She's feisty. I, I, could, like, I could see her. Uh, I mean, I love Vidya Balan. Also, Jimmy Sheargill is in it? <laughs> what? Maybe he's a ghost. That's how, maybe he introduces him to Gandhi. Who knows? We got to watch it, actually. That sounds pretty he's good. Playing different character oh okay well maybe it's his twin brother or something anything can happen it's a movie i i just thought of another uh hollywood actor comparison and i think this one you won't be able to argue with are you ready hang on a sec boom is in it he's also playing a completely different character okay <laughs> okay it seems like uh sanjay dutt and um arshad warsi are the only ones playing the same characters okay what were you going to say matt okay so here's my comparison person and this one you're gonna smile and go hmm you're right okay you ready sure mickey rourke oh right I'm, well young heartthrob back in the 80s who, i would need to see a more sensitive side of sanjay dutt in order to agree with that but i don't think i think you're onto something because Looking at him now, it's almost like, you know, wrestler era Mickey Rourke who's seen some shit. Yeah. His uh, latest film is about him playing a... He's playing a boxing coach who's training a, a Sikh boxer. Yeah. It's called Tiger. Cool. Yeah. I think that might be a bit better of a comparison than either of the two I have. But, like, that's the sort of meteoric rise. I mean, I don't think Mickey Rourke did time. But, uh, mm-hmm. like, his star has definitely fallen and then has a comeback in the 2000s. I can see it. Yeah. All right. Why don't you uh, take a tangible map? 
So um, for Interval, we have a song sample from Sanju, and it is the song Baba Bolta Hain Basogaya. After this. Sana Mr. Sutro, Kone Yar, Kone Jobanata Raika Pahad, Ekbola Headline Medasogaya, Baba Bolta Hayabi Basogaya. On the latest episode of the Edmonton Community Foundation's Well-Endowed Podcast, we go rafting through the River Valley with the Riverwatch Institute of Alberta. We head down to Horlack Park to hear about Free Will Shakespeare Festival's 30th anniversary, and we talk to Beth Dart and Elise Chasen about On the Margin, a site-specific play that you can find in the River Valley at the Found Festival this month. For more information on the Well-Endowed Podcast, check out thewellendowedpodcast.com, and for more information about the Edmonton Community Foundation... Go to ecfoundation.org. Neither Sanjay Dutt nor his character in Munabai are doctors. But Josh Benzenson of Epic Podcast, which stands for Emergency Preparedness in Canada, is. Epic Podcast is an educational and current events podcast for emergency management professionals. Benzenson, along with co-host Grayson Cockett, interview industry leaders, explore emerging research, and share practical tools of the trade. You can find Epic Podcast at epicpodcast.ca. To find out more about the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, go to albertapodcastnetwork.com. So that was Baba Boltahain Bas Hogaya. Sandra says no from Sandra. Yeah. What did you think of that song? I mean... It's a little problematic, isn't it? It's a little problematic. There's... Oh, God. I I have I have nothing to say about Sanju and yet I have a lot to say about Sanju. It's um, it's a really interesting movie. It's a really I, interesting movie and I, I think, I, think I enjoyed it but I had to divorce it from reality. Yes. Yes, which I think is problematic with with ultimately what the film wants to say. So mm-hmm. it's uh it's currently in theaters um and is already one of the highest grossing films of the year and one of the all-time highest-grossing Indian and Bollywood films. Okay, ever. would you be annoyed if you're Sanjay Dutt and your bi- autobiography, your biography film, is doing better than any movie you've done of late? No. 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 Or because... would you be kind of like charmed because people like you; they just don't like your current movies. I think, I think this film is doing a lot in regards to his reputation. Yes, and I think that's probably a good thing if you're Sanjay Dutt. I think it's a propaganda movie. Yes, I I agree. So, currently in theaters, it's directed by Rajkumar Hawani. It stars Rambir Kapoor as Sanjay Dutt, mm-hmm. Parash Rao as Sunil Dutt, Manisha Kharala as Nargis, Dia Mirza, Vicky Koshal, Sonam Kapoor, Bo Manarami, Jim Sarb, and Anushka Sarma. Uh, it's quite the cast. Yeah, Dia Mirza plays uh, Sanjay Dutt's wife, mm-hmm. um, and the rest of the cast are either completely fictional characters or composites of multiple people that Sanjay Dutt knew in his lifetime. But that happens all the time with biography movies. Yes. Yeah. 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 You have to provide some fictionalization. You have to streamline it. Yeah. Exactly. And Anushka Sharma's character probably doesn't exist. I'm guessing. No, Anushka Sharma's character is a composite of Harani himself. Oh God, the wig. Um, there are many, many, many wigs in this film, and I think Anushka Sharma's is the worst. Yep. Yeah. yeah she's got kind of a little orphan Annie thing going on. Uh, we, I think people could tell we did not like this film. I mean, um, again, I I kind of had to divorce it from thinking like, did this actually happen? To like, yeah, eh, it's not bad. The first half is way better than the second. Yeah, it's I'll mostly, say that much. I felt like I was being preached to less. Yeah, it's uh, mostly received positive reviews from critics though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think largely because of Ranbir Kapoor and the rest of the cast's performance. The, the performances here are really solid. Ranbir Kapoor does an amazing job. Ram, like we. 
I think we were kind of really slow to come around to Rambir Kapoor. I think partly because the first few things we saw him in, like Rockstar and Gejwani Hadwani. And as much as I love the film Gejwani Hadwani, he just kind of That's Deepika's seemed show. really I, I liked him in mopey that. and full of himself. If but they, as we've seen more stuff yeah. with him in it, I've really kind of I've really gained an appreciation for what a physical actor he is. Yes, he's the best and dancer in the business. Unfortunately, he doesn't really get to do a lot of it in no, this. No, he is, he's an incredible dancer. But I think he also, I think he really gives himself over to the roles that he does. Well, I would say that this fits in with Runbeer's um, tradition, let's say, of playing childlike men yes. who are frustrated <laughs> artists who are misunderstood by the world. Yes. It's just that this is an actual person and not, you know, yeah. a rock star or whatever he was doing to Masha. He was like a puppeteer or something. <laughs> something. Yeah. Why don't you set up the plot for this, Matt? Oh, all right. Okay, so this is the life story of Sanjay Dutt, also known as Sanju, also known as Baba. Yes, it's called Sanju because that's what his mother, Nargis, called him. Yeah. And Nargis, unfortunately, passed away uh, right before his um, screen debut in 1981. Yeah, the for Rocky, mm-hmm. which sends him onto a gigantic spiral. Yeah. But uh, so the story begins in prior to modern day, just briefly, yeah. where uh, Dutt is trying to get someone to write his autobiography so that the lying Lugan Pressa will, you know, shut up about all this stuff that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy he hires compares him to Gandhi on the first page, <laughs> and he says, okay, you know, that's a bit much. Also, side note, as someone who works in the publishing industry, the books in this are ludicrously big. <laughs> they look like you're, you know... You don't work in the Indian publishing industry. I don't work in the Indian publishing industry. That is true. But the size of these books... Are unlike you know any hardcover book you would get in North America at least I guess mm-hmm. they look like the size of your high school's um, you know math textbook. Right. It's kind of weird, but anyway, um, Sanjay basically just gives this guy the uh, gets kicked. Well, he he says he's going to throw him off the edge of his building. He throws his shoe off anyway, uh, but he he wants to get the best um, the best biographer in the business to work on him, so he. Kind of calls out Anushka Sharma, who's playing this biographer, and says, if you give me an hour, I'll tell you, like, the most amazing story you've ever heard, and you'll you'll want to work on my book really badly. And so he tells the story of the first couple years of his life from um, Rocky up until, is that a rehab? He, he, like, he gives a, a first part of the story. Mm-hmm. And I thought this part was way better. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting to see him, you know, pushed into an industry where he might not be comfortable. Suited? Yeah, uh, at least at first. I mean, he definitely gets into it later. But uh, the way that they portray him working on Rocky. Again, we were very interested in hearing about the filmmaking aspects of this yes. movie. And we were a little bit disappointed to only get two of them. But the the Rocky stuff is interesting. And yeah. it's interesting to see how movies were made back in the day. Yeah, and his dad... Their perception here is that his dad's a bit of a bully to him on set. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't well, seem to. He's not stroking his ego or telling him that he's doing a good job. He's he's kind of he's pushing him. And I don't think he's a bully. I think he's essentially thinking, "I'm Sunil Dutt. Your mother is Nargis. <laughs> you are genetically crafted to be the greatest actor in the world. Now do it." He's not like yeah. teaching him how to do it. He's just thinking, "Oh yeah, you could do it because I did it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, but I think is kind of being hard on him. He's hard on him, but and, he's expecting I mean, excellence. Yeah, and his dad is hard on him throughout the film, and it's yeah. kind of in this this early stuff on the set of Rocky where you start to see see kind of um, the tension between him and his father and Sanjay Dutt not feeling like he can ever live up to his father's expectations and he can never be perfect enough. Like his dad freaks out because he was smoking a cigarette. Yeah, and then uh, Jim Sarve's character recommends him using his other hand because parents only smell your right hand, <laughs> which is a weird way of talking about this and also uh, discounted by the fact that in Munabai he smokes with his right hand, but whatever. Do you want to say who Jim Sarve is in this film? Jim Sarve might be my favorite character in the movie. Jim Sarve Plays is, God. Yeah, in this film is Tim Meadows 
in Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Yes. As the film goes on, just periodically, Jim Starr pretty much turns to Rampier Kapoor. You don't want any of this, Dewey Cox. <laughs> and says, oh, I got a new drug for you. Try this new drug. And just keeps like peddling new and harder drugs. Uh, through throughout the film. Although I, and, that's why he exists. And in the future timeline, he reaches out to Anushka Sharma. He's become some sort of property developer. Yeah. He keeps the crazy lisp for some reason, but he says, "I'll tell you the real truth about uh, Sanjay Dutt. This plot line, this plot line, really goes nowhere because he yeah. disappears for the second half of the movie. Yeah. But so the first. I thought it was interesting though that this is a bit of a spoiler, but his character is actually. Not drinking, not smoking, not doing yeah. any of these drugs. He's like snorting glucose or something. Yeah, he's pretending. Unlike Tim Meadows, who has a superhuman <laughs> tolerance for every drug, and Dewey Cox keeps wandering into these situations. Uh, if you haven't seen Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, it is probably one of the best comedies of the last uh, 20 years. I actually like it. It. Um, <laughs> we talked about it on Trash in the movie. I remember when it came out, people said they won't be able to do music documentaries anymore because this skewered them so effectively. Yeah, yeah, music yeah. biopics. There's no way you could do a, a Walk the Line or a Ray or a... Um, love and Mercy. A Love and Mercy <laughs> after this, which they did, did do after. Yeah. But like it skewered that genre movie so well that if you had some similar reservations about Sanju and haven't seen that, you should check it out because it is definitely yeah. the blueprint. Yeah, so the first half of the film is very much about Sanjay Dutt's... Uh, he spirals. Yeah. His mother dies, he goes to New York, and he gets addicted to a bunch of drugs and freaks out. Yeah, so it's about his drug addictions as well as his um, complicated relationship with his father and the loss of his mother. And going to rehab and yeah. you know, fixing himself. There's also an extended sequence with Sonam Kapoor, who plays uh, a girlfriend of his. Uh, who Ruby. He, uh, just continues to fail. <laughs> he continues to just treat her poorly. But do you like double like, entendres, Aaron? Oh God! Do you like an extended sequence where um, Sanjay and I guess we should say um, like Vicky Kosho plays his best buddy, who's a guy he meets in New York, who's it's, a this success. This is Jim Sarb, though, because they go there late at night to get. Oh right, yeah. yeah, that guy shows up later, yeah. but um, they. They want that booze so bad. Yeah. And would you believe that referring to a scotch, I think, by its age, is could be confused with a woman? The whole thing is... I like a 12-year-old myself, he says, which is... <laughs> the whole thing is ridiculous. And I I honestly didn't recognize Beaumont at first. Me too, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was kind of shocked to see him. But that kind of humor of here's an, a double entendre, which... Maybe funny for about thirty seconds. It goes on for about six minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. that's Sonam Kapoor's it's, contribution to the film is it, to be the butt of that joke. Yeah, it's painful, and I think everything with Sonam Kapoor. I mean, Sanjay Dutt says this all happened, but it's just it's so ridiculous. And I think Sonam Kapoor really does as much as she can with the role. I mean, and she has to like. She looks dignified with that toilet seat around. Yeah, her. you know, like. <laughs> Her final scene is, is when she thinks that like her and Sanjay are finally going to get married, and he's just he's high and has completely let her down. And you know, she kind of you know everyone is really holding it together in this silly movie that's going on around them. This I don't think it's a silly style. movie. That's the thing. Okay, I think Sanju. There's a reason why they didn't call this Sanjay. They didn't call it Dut. Mm-hmm. Sanju is a you know, chibi cartoon character who exemplifies all of these bad impulses, but he's sort of like the Tasmanian devil or something. Right. Like, I don't think this is a realistic depiction of drug use. No. Maybe the rehab. Yeah. But like everyone else is kind of acting around this thing. Like they're trying to do a good job, but Rambeer's character, Runbeer's character, sorry. He has to overact in such a crazy way that he's doing a good job, but his character is kind of unbelievable. Yeah. And everyone is just reacting to him the whole time. Yeah. In the second half of the film, uh, Sanjay Dutt's kind of kicked his drug habit. His movie career... He's become kind of a macho guy. He's become macho. His movie career is progressing. Um, His dad has uh, joined politics. Mm -hmm. And he starts to become 
worried um, about his father's safety. He's targeted for being sympathetic towards Muslims. Yeah. Uh, In the early 90s, this is a little bit dicey of a proposition. And so this is where the AK-57 comes in and then the subsequent uh, arrest and kind of uh, uh, trial by public opinion. Mm -hmm. And what's really interesting here is the film comes down very harsh on the media for essentially publishing fake news, for for not Mm -hmm. publishing the truth for spreading lies to try and sell papers. Uh, You know, this, the news doesn't give you the truth. And so this is where I find the film most at odds with itself Mm -hmm. because it's trying to tell us that the movie that it's telling us is the truth. This is, um, this is what happened. It's objective. This is honest. This is objective. But it's so fictionalized and it's so cartoonish and it's so clearly artificial that I feel like it underdoes its whole thesis. You have to admire the balls on Rajmar Rani and Sanjay Dutt for adapting potentially the greatest film, definitely of the English language. Which one is it? Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. They are using the Citizen Kane style of storytelling. We're having yeah. a reporter talk to various people to try and piece together a guy's life. Mm-hmm. To make a real person's life heroic. Mm -hmm. The problem is that the differing versions that Anushka Sharma gets as she interviews uh, Vicky Koshal, she interviews Jim Saar, she interviews Sanjay Dutt, she interviews, um, actually, that's basically it. (laughs) But like, she talks to his wife. Yeah, she talks to his wife. These narratives are actually told in the same way. Like, we're not actually getting a different look at him from each person. No. Which is what I assumed was going to happen, because that's how that style of film works. Right. Since Citizen Kane, you know, um, the... I can't believe we're comparing this movie to Citizen Kane. I understand why we are. That's the way they're doing it. And, (laughs) you know, that movie was also a depiction of a real person, William Randolph Hearst, and he hated it so much. fictionalized. Yeah. So... This is what happens when you use that uh, that style of filmmaking to bump someone up rather than take them down, like it's Citizen Kane. Yeah, but again, it's just so like. This is what this is Randolph William Randolph Hearst's version of the film Citizen Kane, which is how about how you know Hearst had some problems too, but you know what? He sucked it up and became a newspaper mogul. Like it's just, but it's just so thematically at odds with himself. Like, how can they not understand that this huge takedown of the media feels completely false when you've just given us a false film. Yeah. Like, nothing about this. Like, this film isn't even striving for realism. No. You know, and so that's that's a big issue for me. And then this final song sequence where uh, Sanjay Dutt and Rambir Kapoor Who's are, slimmed down somewhat. Well, yeah, because he's not wearing any of his prosthetics. He's yeah, not, he's playing himself. He's playing himself point. in the final dance scene. Um, and <laughs> it's really disappointing because, again, like, Sanjay Dutt can't <laughs> Yeah, they're doing the same moves. And it's basically a room covered in newsprint and two toilets that they sit down to read the news. And like, you believe this garbage? Nah. Sandra yeah. says no. And for that to be... For that to be the final sentiment that the film goes out on, it just it rings so phony. Like It doesn't ring phony. It, it just puts everything else into perspective. Just like, by the way, you know, cinema is lies. No, because I don't think that the film feels that way. No, but that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about it, too. But I think that Dutt and Harani think that this is this is truthful. Yeah. But it's not. No, it's it's a constructed reality. Exactly. And, it, yeah, so it just... I don't know. That really, that really did the film in for me. I just kind of couldn't take it seriously after that. Like, I'm fine. I mean, it was the end of the movie, so that's fine. <sighs> I know, but... I'm fine with kind of a, you know, a somewhat fictionalized, fanciful biopic. Like, Pick I don't, up any sports movies we've watched. Yeah, I don't expect, uh, you know, movies about historical events or real people's lives to be um, necessarily historically accurate. I understand that you have to fictionalize some things. But it's just, this is so clearly artificial. Mm-hmm. And they're rubbing it in your face at the end. I don't think they're rubbing it in your face. Again, I think they're they're coming down hard on uh, the Indian media, on the news media, mm-hmm. without any awareness um, 
that they have also that they're also implicated in this. That mm. this film is also a part of this. This because because you know, like we said at the top of this segment, this film feels like a propaganda. It's it's designed to rehabilitate your. Um, image of Sanjay Dutt. Now it he's not a terrorist. Are you exactly. are you aware of the fact that he's not a terrorist? It and, comes up at least once or twice. And he was cleared of terrorism charges. That's true. Uh, and you know, many people will point out that the film, you know, doesn't candy coat a lot of things that he did, especially like his, his drug use, his and, drug use, or yeah. kind of the way that he treats his best friend yeah. by sleeping with his best friend's like love interest and Which, other things like that. Funniest part of the movie, and also, I thought they were going to do more with the fact that you know he kicks drugs, <laughs> he becomes kind of addicted to you know health. This is very prevalent in the trailer because um, you know uh, Kapoor is absolutely jacked. Yeah. Um, and this is maybe like 20 minutes. I thought there was going to be a bit more of that, like, well, this is how we got to be like the cool action guy, superhero guy. Mm-hmm. But then it just gets boiled up in more uh, legal problems. Yeah. And that's kind of boring to see on screen. Yeah. And so, you know, it it shows us the rough edges. It shows us the, the darker aspects of Dutt's life. But it does so in such a way that you always kind of feel um, sympathy for this... You know, this sad boy who lost his mom. Misunderstood hero who has his own radio show in prison where he basically spouts off about the news of the day to a bunch of prisoners who are stuck there, literally. Yeah. Like, I mean, do you not, like, agree with me that ultimately the themes of this film are at odds with the aesthetics of the film itself? No, I think the aesthetics of the film and the theme of the film is Sanjay Dutt's the best. He had some problems back in the day, but he got over it. No, I, I agree with that. That is the theme of the film, and it's shot as a heroic biopic. Yeah, no, what, I... What bothers you is that this is presented as being objective reality. Kind of, yeah. yeah. But, but again, also this... I don't think it's at odds. This is a slickly produced propaganda vehicle saying, Sanjay Dutt's the best. Mm-hmm. Don't disagree with him. If you do, you're a dirty reporter who just makes up facts. Yeah, so, so again, like, do you think it's ridiculous the way that this film comes down on... You know, news media trying to sell papers. Yeah, I, I, I do think it's... In comparison to what it is doing. It is doing I, the exact same thing. It is yes. fictionalizing, fictionalizing and sensationalizing his life in order yeah. to sell movie tickets. Yeah, I, I don't think it's at odds. I think it, okay. it knows exactly what it's doing. It's just that if you think mm. about it for a few minutes, it's like, hey, you realize you're doing the exact same thing. Okay. I don't think the movie itself thinks that way. I don't think the people involved in the movie think that way. Mm. But just thinking about it afterwards... You get that sense, and that that song sequence at the end really does put a uh, you know a shine to it right at the end. It's like, yep, this is the only one you should pay attention to. Those other guys, bunch of liars. Yeah, I think you are potentially giving it a bit more credit than I am, but I see your point. I see your point. Uh, what do you think of the performances in this film? Wigs aside, performances. Run beer, great. Yeah, he. You know, a lot of people were surprised when he was cast in this because he doesn't kind of initially physically look the part. And there are some prosthetics and yeah. he, he bulked up and he slimmed down and he just, he nails, he nails that, that walk. Like he just, he comes in and I think you actually do believe he rolls his shoulders. he's Sanjay Dutt. Yeah. Yeah. Vicky Koshal, it's okay. Terrible I mean, wig. He has. I, I said we were going to leave the wigs aside, but seriously, he has a thankless job of being the guy who's like, "No, yeah. why would he do that? I'll help him." Um, I mean, kind of a doormat type character. I thought uh, the guy who played Sunil Dutt pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Parash he. Parash Rawal. Yeah, I don't think. Parash Rawal. I don't know if he's like doing a great job of imitating Sunil Dutt, I've but he does a good it. job of being like the stern father figure who. Uh, Sanjay will never live up to. He yeah. does a good job at that. I've heard from some people who are more familiar with Sunil Dutt's work that they do not think it's a good impression of mm-hmm. Dutt. Uh, I mean, I think I've only really seen Mother India, so I can't comment and on Munibai, that. And Munibai, MBBS. Oh yeah, and Munibai, MBBS. But I, you know, I, I think he does a good job as the father figure. Yeah, I honestly think that the scenes between uh, those two in Munibai and MBBS. Tell you more about this relationship than the three-hour-long propaganda film about it. I think that's probably fair. Just uh, yeah. the way that Munabai is trying to live up to his father. You yeah. know, he wants to do something that'll make him proud. Uh, they hug near the end, and that actually feels fairly realistic. Yeah. The the part when um, uh, 
Sunil drives him out to, I think it's a pier, and then he talks about how uh, gangsters were mad at him for marrying Nargis because she was like the epitome of a Muslim woman, and he's a Hindu guy marrying mm-hmm. her, mm-hmm. and how you know he got threatened too, and then he had to kind of stand up for it. I thought that's a nice scene. There, there's quite a few good parts like that. They sing a song together. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I think the the framing story using the um, Susan Kane wraparound is not ideal. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that makes it feel very forced and artificial. But and Jim Sarp's character is ludicrous. <laughs> but but it's funny. But it's it's like one of my favorites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, as soon as soon as the first time, it's just like. Oh, you don't want to try LSD. It might make you hallucinate in awesome ways. <laughs> we looked at each other and just thought, Tim Meadows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it, it was instant. Um, I love Jim Sarp. I think he's the MVP of this film. I'm into him. He's got to be the I'm villain. I'm always into Jim Sarp. Him and the and the reporters have to be the villain. And I yeah. think he's just more interesting. And even man, though he like, disappears halfway through. Jim Sarb, Vicky Koshal, and Sonam Kapoor, what years they're having. Yeah. You know, like, they all three of them are in this. And I think all three of them come off really well in this. I think, you know, like, ultimately, I'm not a fan of the film. Uh, but I do like all their performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, they've also, like, had things like... They've had things like Padmavat and uh, Razi and VD Wedding, Wedding earlier yeah. this year. So it just like, man, oh, Yeah, those, those three, three are raking in the money. D- yeah. yeah. Good on you. And uh, fairly interesting movies to talk about, too. There's yeah. a lot going on in those three. We, yeah. we saw Razi in Montreal. I think we talked about this Yeah, earlier. we did, yeah. But, and uh, there's a lot going on here in Sanju. You know, I think we've only, we've only scratched the surface. It's... It's certainly a unique experience. <laughs> I'd be interested in returning to it after I see some more Sanjay Dutt, even some early stuff, just Me to too. see. Yeah. Like I was just disappointed in not having any focus on filmmaking because when I watch yeah. a movie about an actor, that's what I hope to see. Yeah. I want to see people reenacting like '80s movies. I thought that would be cool. I was expecting more kind of famous cameos from contemporary mm-hmm. actors and actresses playing. Um, actors and actresses from the 80s. Like, mm-hmm. I thought someone was going to be, you know, doing a cameo as Medi Rediction, and you didn't really get that, unfortunately. From what I understand, a lot of those people declined to be in the film because of conflicting versions of the truth or potential rights issues with those films. Fair enough. And, you know, you can't get around that, but yeah, it would have been nice. Fair enough. It would have been nice for this to been... Um, for what I'm expecting, Zeroville, if it ever comes out. Like, I want to see current day actors playing people from back in the day and having a good time. Yeah. but We are supposed to be getting that with the the, the South Indian film I, I talked yeah. about at the top of the show. That Ma- seems really Mahanani. interesting. Yeah. Um, again, it, it might go over our heads, but I'm still really interested to see that. I like movie biopics. Yeah. I like so hearing I. about how they're made. And I'm less interested about various court battles that happened 20 years ago. <laughs> All right, well, I think we're going to leave it there. Please um, direct all hate mail towards us, because I feel like this is going to be a little bit contentious. Yeah, I do want to say um, our uh, former guest and friend of the show, uh, Piyush Patel, uh, recorded a, um, a piece on Sanju. Uh, we'll leave a link to that in the show notes. Uh, he also hated it, um, but has more relationship with Sanjay Dutt, so I think he has a different perspective on things. Piyush is a tough critic. Yeah, is a tough critic, yeah. So uh, give a listen to that. Yeah. Uh, we will be back in a couple weeks with a new episode, one that we've already recorded. We got it in the can. Yeah, before the the uh, laptop cord <laughs> died yeah, on Yeah, right us. in the nick of time. Uh, we're going to be joined by Karen Unland and Elizabeth Spencer of That's a Thing to discuss two Bollywood YA films. We're going to be discussing Karen Johar's Gippy and uh, Amir Khan's Secret Superstar. Uh, I, th- I think I think it's a really fun conversation. We haven't edited it yet, but... Uh, we had a good time. We had a good time. We really enjoyed having them on, so look for that in two weeks. In the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up with the show? Well, you can uh, find the show on Apple Podcasts, and while you're there, maybe leave us a good review like um, our friend did this time. While you're there, also check out Aaron's other show, Trash Art in the Movies. What are you doing this week? Uh, we're going to be looking at two movies about uh, sexy vampires. Awesome. <laughs> Interview with the Vampire and the Hunger. 
You can also find this show on Audioboom, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts, all the places you can find it. Uh, selected rep- episodes are played on uh, G Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find more about us on Twitter. Uh, the show is at Bollywood Pod. I'm at Matt underscore B O W E S. I'm at Erin Fraser, E R N E F R A S E R. Check us out on Letterboxd. We have a continually updated list of all the movies we've talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also f- check out our Tumblr with uh, extended show notes. Ballwaitisforlovers.tumblr.com. Anything else? Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. Look us up on Facebook. I don't remember the URL. So just put it in there. You'll it's find it. Bollywood is for lovers. Facebook.com slash Bollywood is for lovers. No, okay. That's pretty easy. Yeah, <laughs> go look it up. And uh, yeah, we'll be uh, back in a couple weeks. Yeah, thanks for listening.